Our guest on today's uh, Plumberfire podcast is Jamie Bartolotta from Bartolotta Plumbing, which is based in the uh, south coast of New South Wales, if I'm right, God's Jamie. Con- God's country, they reckon. God's country. God's country. Thanks for taking the time, mate, and uh, no, you're coming welcome. on. I know you're busy, so I really appreciate it. Nice no, pumped. It's um, doing good things on here, actually. So it's it's awesome to be part of something that's growing. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's pretty important. Like, listening to it and going through um, the last few episodes, it's been you've you've tackled a few good topics, actually. Like, um, with with what you where you're going, um, it's good for young blo- young blokes as well looking up as well. Like um. you, myself included, like you know, being a bit smaller business than your one, like I've only got myself and two employees, but it's also yeah. cool to hear different stories and how, like, how you achieve that. Um, you know, there's a whole different set of tasks that come with 25 employees. <laughs> <isn't there>? so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is, mate. Yeah. Oh, thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Well, look, mate, can we, how about we start with your journey into, into plumbing and if we can wind it right back to... Um, you know, how you got into a plumbing apprenticeship and then we'll sort of get to the point yeah. where you started your business and we'll go from there. Yeah, so um, way back when I was a little uh, shit in um, high school, I sort of did a lot of work experience and did a lot of those trade-based um, courses, woodwork, metalwork, all that sort of stuff. And um, I went and did a work experience with a builder and the builder got me just chipping up uh, vinyl tiles that were glued down with just like a little hammer and it like sat me in the corner and just made me go he goes yeah just chip up those tiles over there and then when you're done come to me and I was like a little bit um yeah got bored really quickly on that so there was a plumber on site and he had a shovel and actually went outside and I knew the bloke it was a mate's dad so I ended up starting to work with him and I ended up doing three days when I was meant to be doing a work experience with as a chippy I ended up doing it with a plumber and then Got into it through that and, yeah, just sort of looked into how I could get into plumbing and did the Cert 2 course, I guess, or half did it when I mm-hmm. went, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, just got to year 12 and I realistically only stayed in school because there was a lot of my mates that went there and started to go to parties and, you know, doing that oh, sort yeah. of 17-year-old, 18-year-old <laughs> shit. Yeah, and, few vodka um, yeah, a few UDLs and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, just wasn't too keen on getting – like I would have, would have been probably ready for a job, but I was just more keen to hang out. And then Dad saddled me up one day and we sent out about 50 resumes and he strapped me in the car and forced me to go door knocking because there wasn't getting many bites. So I door knocked about a dozen plumbers and from that got a bit of experience, work experience and got an apprenticeship. So um, – yeah. Yeah, pretty grateful for that as well. Like looking back now in the last sort of 12 years, it's given me a lot. It's, um, but yeah, so I had a four year and um, it was an old Italian, uh, older Italian sort of bloke. And yeah, learned a lot from him. Yeah. Don't know whether it was good or bad, but it's put me in a position where I am now. Um, So, yeah, put me in a position where I am now and um, I had some good, really good um, employers after him um, who I still get on really well with today and going through a few things with my last employer, like with 
um, he's had a kid now. I've had a kid. So we really sort of like get on really well, um, rings me up for advice or help. And I do the same. So again, building that network and yeah, I sort of, while I was doing that, I did my cert four in training and assessing and I was working full time with him and I was doing one day in at TAFE teaching and yep. grew from there. Did that for two years. So was doing that for two years. And then TAFE hit me up here in the Illawarra to do more days. Um, so I ended up doing 30 hours in there. And then that was the kickstart I needed to be put in an uncomfortable position enough to sort of start your own business. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, started my own business about three and a half years ago. So yep. and since grown to a, a crew of three, including myself, um, yep. and still doing the TAFE thing. So still doing a few classes in at TAFE as well, doing the licensing and doing um, like and a, a trade course as well, a Cert 3 right. and gas one. Yeah. Oh, awesome. We'll, we'll get on to the business next, but I guess I, I guess I want to ask you as well, like how, how do you fit in the TAFE with the, the business then? What do you do a certain you know, one or two days a week or is it all after hours or how do you do that? Yeah, so I do um, on a Monday, I do like a stage three, which is gas up here in New South Wales. Um, and so gas and roofing course. And then I do a night course on that same Monday. So I move yep. into the first year licensing, which is, you know, you like your gas and your uh, drainage. And um, and then on a Wednesday night, I'll do the Stage two in the third four or second year third fours. So mm-hmm. I fitted it around work. It's 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 tough um, doing it. You know, I do three classes um, Monday gas all day trade like third years, and then um, into um, night cert four, which is the first year one, and. Mm-hmm. And then on a Wednesday as well, the stage two, um, which is a stage two cert four, so second years in your licensing group. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's tough, but it's rewarding. Um, and a lot of the blokes that I actually teach, I know external through, you know, different employers and I've met them along the way and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, I get a lot out of it in the sense that the, the boys have watched myself grow my business and it's sort of like encouraging for them as well um, to uh, see uh, like, you know, you get a lot of responses. Like I do a lot of stupid videos on, on, on Instagram and <laughs> you know, you, I get bagged, my apprentice gets bagged at TAFE or tradie gets bagged. Like it's, yeah. it's really rewarding. The boys actually sort of engage with you really well. Um, um, obviously, you know, in, money's good too but it's just it's nice to actually get that sense of fulfillment from another avenue obviously you're growing your own business as well but you're getting that other like you feel like you're mm-hmm. giving back as well trying to pass on a yeah. bit of knowledge um especially with those licensing groups there's a few boys in there as well that have like they'll stay back online they'll ask you a few questions and i try and help them as much as i possibly can into the areas that I've stuffed up in my business and lost money mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. But you yeah, seeing some so. good good kids coming through, some good prospects, future business prospects that you're uh, you're teaching there. Yeah, there's definitely some good. There's definitely some good dudes. There's obviously some other people that have come through as well, different characters that come through. Other people. 
<laughs> but, um, but yeah, so it's, it's good in the sense that like you get out what you put in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and there's some boys in there that really put in and they, and they engage with you well as also, you know, and there's, we're on similar wavelengths, like, and going through different um, similar stages in our lives, you know, just having a mm-hmm. daughter, um, a little seven month old, um, and they've also having kids as well like that. So it's pretty cool to sort of have that um, you re- relatable with them as well. And you can actually talk yeah. and have things in common. So, um, yeah, yeah it, it, I get a lot out of it. So but before I go on to this uh, question, I was going to, you know, I want to ask you about the, obviously about the business, but uh, you said about you've got a seven-month-old daughter. So how, how are you going with uh, juggling everything you do with the business, TAFE? Yeah, it's late nights. It's late nights. It's late nights. It's it's so tough. It's like you come home from work and you put a big day on the shovel or doing something, whatever, and then um, you come home and mum's in all sorts, you know, because bub hasn't slept all day or whatever and there's no dinner and you're just thinking, oh, geez, I'm starving or whatever. (laughs) So it's like you're wearing wearing a few hats. You're wearing a few hats, but – all in all, it's good. It's a good challenge and you push yourself to the limits and to learn your different capabilities of what you can do personally. Um, yep. And my wife's really supportive in everything that we're doing and she can see that the benefit of what we're doing um, and what we're trying to achieve together. Um, and like business is so, it can be so rewarding. It can be so like, it can be like a massive anchor as well, but then it can also be so rewarding and, um mm. yeah so she sees that she definitely sees that the positives in that she's looking over my shoulder so um you walk in the door and you're not even in one media yet and you've already got the baby in your hand oh yeah i just can't deal with this anymore yeah yeah no we have them <laughs> i had one i actually had one of them last night i was i was like i've got to get all this work done last night you know sort of stay up a bit and then um i was sitting in the office and Bub's room sort of next door and she was screaming the house down and she's like, I can't deal. You've got to take over. So <laughs> I was holding her a bit. I will be in there. <laughs> run, yeah. yeah, it's tough times, man. Tough times. Well, tell, it's tell good, us about but... the business then, man. It is good. It is good. It is rewarding too. Yeah, tell us about the business, Jamie. So you, you said you got three lads? Yeah, so including myself. So I've got a tradesman in yep. a third year um, and myself, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. We Still sort of primarily... Yeah, we sort of primarily do maintenance. Um, so we've got a few real estates that we do a fair bit of work for down here. Um, we've got a tiny home company that sort of pump out a few tiny homes. They're pumping out roughly a, a tiny home a week at the moment, which is pretty good. Yeah. So that's that's about a day a day's work, worth of work for the three of us um, a week. Um and then I do a bit of industrial stuff as well. So I do a few concrete plants and um, a few pump places. So industrial uh, pump places down here in the Illawarra, they supply pumps to like the coal mines. Um, yep. A few other different industrial areas that I do as well. Um, pretty big down here. And then, yeah, just mm-hmm. your general maintenance, a few bathroom renovations as well. So I've got my bath- kitchen bathroom uh, renovators license. So um, dabble in a few bathroom renovations from time to time um and yeah just like i said just general mrs mr and mrs smith sort of jobs as well so try and take on everything 
um yeah. got a couple of houses on the go at the moment new houses big houses so fingers mm-hmm. in a few fingers in a few pies at the moment um definitely like any business owner i could imagine you're also nervous about interest rates um when mm. you've got when you're doing primarily domestic work so you sort of um got they got a tight grip on you as well so it depends on what's going on there as to how much money i guess people are spending renovation wise and all that sort of stuff so you definitely watch that market and sort of try like i said try and keep your fingers in a few pies to sort of diversify your work so that you're not um you don't come into those sort of shortfalls with work wise Mm. um that's good advice yeah it's, it's it's hard especially like um being such a small business um you want to obviously keep keep going like I'm not don't speak for your business but a bigger business is able to take on a bit bigger work bigger contracts potentially as well um, where obviously I don't have that sort of manpower but you sort of want to keep up with what's going on and try and diversify and make sure that you are still bringing in that steady income that the business needs each week so keeping an eye on the figures as well yeah and so what are the biggest challenges you got at the moment business wise and um, you know how you try and overcome them I suppose and the second part of my yeah. question is, you know, what's the landscape over there like in regards to is it like a f- absolute shit fight for the right, you know, for all the fighting for a small pool of people? Yeah, we're still fighting for the same small pool of people. But, um, yeah, I'm working on my business, um, that's probably my biggest uh, plan and my biggest, like, um, area of growth uh, moving forward I need to work on my business before we can look to expand um, there's a few definitely a few hurdles like any business that I'm looking to sort of try and iron out of mine um, before mm-hmm. we sort of move forward um, one of that is obviously job management um, so yep. we, we've got a job management system Arrowflow so um, give them a plug as well why not but um, <laughs> they're here three months hopefully yeah why not um (laughs) but yeah just trying to work on the business and try and make sure that the boys and i are communicating well um and then that way you know i know where jobs are at or i might not have gone there you know what i mean so you want to make sure that you know what's happening at every job um just recently just have given them out all ipads so that we know you know there's no lag in that they're not storing all their images on their phones and all those bits and pieces that happen um and just communicating with where i want to go um i've always struggled with lack of direction for my for my business i've never really set any goals i've had obviously personal goals but the business was always just that it started off as a side hustle and i never really got out of that um frame of mind where it was always tafe and teaching was going to be my primary source of income and the business was going to be that sort of side hustle on the weekends or whatever and then obviously grew to where we are now I never really got stopped to take that time to look at it and reflect on the business and where it was going itself because obviously your business is number one and without it you can't grow personally like you can't knock down and rebuild your house if your business is doing shit house you know what I mean so yeah so yeah so that was that's probably one of the biggest challenges and that's where i'm working on at the moment i've got a business coach where setting goals and stuff it's just not really my forte um let's go out let's get the work done let's get in there and Mm -hmm. do it and then worry about 
all that shit later on where yep. now it's coming to that front and going, what are you doing? How are you going to achieve what you want to achieve? How are you going to knock down and rebuild your house? Mm-hmm. Whereas the, you've got to look at the business, what it's doing before you can do that. So working on my business is my biggest area of growth. You got me? Yeah. Uh, I got you now. Yeah, you I heard that? you say working on your biggest, your business is your biggest yeah. area of growth. Yeah, working on my business is my biggest area of growth and where I want to go um, in the future. So it's something that needs work, obviously, as any business does. You need to work on the business and give it just as much time as anything else. Um, and, yeah, then that way you can grow and, and put on more manpower, obviously, but you've got to put those processes in before you can actually do that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, I want to work on the business and planning to do that. Um so we can grow and you know do yep. you know similar things to you like you you're, you're employing a lot of people and um you know you've got personal growth and business growth that's just going gangbusters at the moment so it's good. Thanks. Well, I, I actually, I mean, you you did just go through a bunch of things then, but if you could summarize, you know, three or four um, lessons you've learned over you know since 2019 to now for any young fellas, could you put you know, three or four things together that you've found that you wish you knew when you started, but now you've learned the hard way sort of thing. I know one, you know, you touched on is the systems working yeah. on the business or anything else you can think that comes to mind. Yeah, just making sure you're consistent. Um, you're consistent amongst, you know, pricing, uh, simple things. Um, you, you're consistent with, you know, your effort that you put in. Um, you're consistent with taking um rest as well you know mm. what i mean like there's a few times in towards the end of last year and start of this year sort of like burning out a little bit um and you find that you lack motivation so you know doing whatever it takes you know even a simple thing like going for a run or doing something like that or exercise or you know a long weekend here or there um to boost like to keep that motivation in the business because the, the business requires so much effort it's like, you know, you imagine, you know, what you what you put in the effort you put in for your girlfriend. You've got to like double, triple it, whatever you you know to put into that business. Like, needs so yeah. much more. So, um, putting effort and motivation into your business is like massive. Mm-hmm. I believe. So That's yeah, good. it's just it's hard, but good. Yeah. No, oh, definitely. Um, now I get. Oh, we did touch on it, but I wanted to ask you like you know, balancing the family and business. Um, mm. You know, how is that at the moment? Do you have any tips for budding business owners that, you know, might be, you know, you're seven months in now that yeah. might be wanting to have a business, but at the same time know their missus is, um, you know, breathing down their neck to have a kid as they do. Yeah. You know, to find that balance and what oh, have you, how have you found it? Um, yeah. It's a challenge to say the least, as you're well aware. Um, it's, Again, something you've got to work on, um, and most like most people, uh, babies and um, babies and mums are sort of like between that four thirty to six thirty mark. It's just go time. It's all hands on deck sort of thing. Like it's, you know, mm-hmm. 
but you know you're feeding you're bathing you're bedding you've got everything going on so um just making sure that i'm home as much as i possibly can be for that time to be supportive there um and then doing little things on the weekend just going for a family walk sort of thing um Mm -hmm. most sundays we'll just get up and go for a walk or something little like that like it doesn't need much but you need to just make sure that you you do put that time in that's required you know you want to put that time in and make sure that you are making time for the family you know like Mm -hmm. you you want to make sure that you you know if it's your kids are older you're picking them up from school or something you know like i quite often will come home do bed bath and all that sort of stuff and dinner with the missus and then they all go to bed and then i'll go back to work so mm-hmm. um, working around that sort of time frame and um, yep. I found it's worked, but there's obviously other times, you know, there's times you might get a long, a long weekend and you've got to take the good with the bad because there's one weekend you'll have a long weekend and the next weekend you'll have to work through. So um, mm-hmm. it can't always be sunshines and rainbows, but yep. Yep. you know, you've got to take the good with the bad. So, and just balancing it. So like I said, you know, taking an hour is a small amount of time over the course of seven days, mm-hmm. you know, you can make that Definitely. up somewhere else. So an hour, but an hour to your wife and you, your daughter or your son is a massive amount of time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just scheduling yeah. that in is important. Sounds like you're setting like some distinct boundaries. Like that's what I've learned to do as well now. Is yeah. Like, hard, but just saying so like, you know, I don't get home after four 30 and then, other, you know, like families first in that regard and whatever it else is, is I'm sure can wait, you know, like just, yeah. obviously you've got outlying moments, but just trying to set boundaries around some certain life. Yeah, things, simple you know? things like having dinner together, like massive, you know what I mean? So mm. like, you know, it's it's not being on the phone, all that sort of stuff. It, it gets, it definitely gets hard because the phone is so demanding um, mm. and you look at it and it does provide you with, everything you've got, all the food you're eating, it provides you with so much, but it, mm-hmm. then it, it's a massive hindrance as well. So, And you're probably sitting there all the time thinking about what's the next viral video I can make. When you're I like wish. On the phone. <laughs> I wish. I, I look that at them and I'm good though. I just <laughs> look at like, the... oh yeah. Who, who hasn't wanted to throw their boss in the water? But fair oh, that was a good one, man. That was a good one. Yeah. No, I just literally, <laughs> I just literally like, as funny as they are, I just literally look at like, who can I put shit on today? Like, if it's me, it's me. <laughs> if it's the boys, it's the boys. I got one on yeah. the weekend. I got a, I got a story up on the weekend where um, I went for a – we went, did like a 5K fun run with um, my tradesman and the lady, the photographer, got a picture of me beating him and I looked like I was cruising <laughs> and he was like <laughs> in struggle street. I was like, mm. yeah, I've got, I've got you there. Oh, yeah. I put it, yeah. put it up and then he was like blowing up. up. Yeah, all these mates follow me. And um, yeah. it looked like he was losing. So they were all into him and he's like messaging me, like, I'll let you win, all this sort of shit. And I was just like, the picture says a thousand words, mate. You don't need to say anything else. <laughs> They're just putting shit on each other. Oh, and just good. Having a good laugh because, you know, you bloody spend more time with these blokes than you do your missus. So you need to make mm. sure that you have good relationships with them. So 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, well, for a change up, we, we were. Um... I think we were chatting on Instagram a little bit uh, yeah. you know, a while back and you were talking about how um, New South Wales are cracking down on, on gas at the moment. Yeah. Massive. Can you elaborate on that a bit? Just some, like, 
there's the unwritten rule. Like a lot of people don't evolve with the standards. Um, I get a lot of people uh, messaging me around just the Illawarra, like a lot of lads that I know. And quite often they'll ask for like a gas sizing table or something, you know, like I've got my standards like on my desk right next to me. So mm-hmm. in it being in and out of them all the time. So they, it's, they need to evolve, you know, like, and there's not, it's not a platform that's, really readily available for Australian standards. Like, you know, people have to fork out, like if you were to go and get some standards now, you got to go through, or what is it? SI, SI Global. SI Global, yeah, yeah. And you got to spend out like, you know, your week's wage to go out and bloody buy a set of standards. Like I know you need them, but like how many mm. blokes are going to go out and do that? Like there needs to be some sort of app or platform, like a subscription, for example, um, yeah. that needs to be, you know, it needs to be available to everyone. So then that way, you know, you, I could put it on my boys on their iPads. So they've got that app on their iPads and they know the standards. Um, and with saying that, like a lot of boys are using standards from 1980 or 1999. Mm, mm. So they're sizing off that same, that same sizing table. So undersizing and stuff like that, which is obviously changed up a fair bit. So, mm. you know, now they're cracking down. I know of a few blokes around here that have been asked to change or um, upsize their sizing table. They're not providing enough gas. They're gone with the old rules of three quarter main lines and half inch branches and things mm-hmm. like that. So definitely. Is it, just are they cracking down on pecs as well? Yeah. Well, that's, a, I think that's an Australian standard thing. So like, and like Australia wide, they're cracking down, they're pushing, hex out i guess like they're asking for reversion fittings um they're asking for those excess flow valves now at the meters um and a lot of guys you know if you're in your own bubble and you're just plumbing for a builder or something they don't really you don't really need to know i guess or you need to know but you don't really keep up with it um Mm. so like i said i think if there was a more readily accessible way like i said a subscription sort of app or something like a netflix or whatever and then that way we will be able to provide that to our employees, for example. Mm. So Plumber Fly would be able to subscribe and have 300 million, I think you've got employees. <laughs> 300,000 employees and 300,000 subscriptions. So you know what I mean? And, yeah, then you're, yeah. and then you're providing it. And then there's like, if, for example, if you rock up on site and you go, oh, the spacings are off on your clips. Why don't you, why aren't they correct? You know, you've got access to the standards. You can, you know what I mean? So you can yeah, man. hopefully, um, I think that will achieve a couple of things. It'll achieve knowledge within the workforce, but it'll actually iron out a lot of the problems that mm. are happening. So yeah. yeah so, the standards yeah, is, a, is a big thing, isn't it? Like the, that, I think that's Australia wide. That's one of the biggest uh, issues we've got over here. The master plumbers are always cracking on mm. about is um, just the lack, just, the whole environment about how we're paying like 300 or $400 for this, this standard that just keeps getting um, you yeah, know, updated and I, all the time. And it's like, it's, it's just the whole model doesn't work. No. And that's the thing. Like if we had a website or an app that was a subscribable app, you think about how many more, how much more money they would make if it was a subs- subscribable app, you know, mm. because you you as the business owner can write it off. You're paying for it straight away, but you also guarantee that you have your, all your employees have that same app mm. and they have it. They have access to it. It's a tool yeah. that tells us the answer. 
they tell they mm-hmm. literally tell us the answer to what they want. Yeah. So if yep. you have a question in what they want, you look it up. Like anything. Yeah. You look it up on Google, you look it up on whatever. You think about all the things that the boys are looking up on lunchtime, like, you know, bar a lot of plumbing funny videos and shit like that at lunchtime. <laughs> like, imagine if they were actually looking up something that was educational, you know what I mean? Yeah, not just some but, not yeah. just some random on the south coast getting thrown in a pond, you know? Not just cat videos and yeah, bar a lot of yeah, um, yeah throwing pond videos. Yeah, exactly. So like it's actually <laughs> educational and they've got that tool there. Like it'd be so much better. But SI mm-hmm. Global and SAI Global like need to do something about that. Like evolve. Everyone's got yeah. most most plumbing companies have some sort of job management app and most of them are giving out iPads these days to better control not control their workforce, but better manage their workforce. And it would be a massive tool. To and a massive asset to every business if that was available. Yep. Yeah. Agree. So. Agree. Uh, now, <laughs> I was uh, I wanted to ask you like you know get outside of work a bit and ask you what you got up mm. to on the weekends and shit. But um, it said you know it already says it on your website. So I, I, I sort of wanted to I, I want to ask you what you do outside of work to you know keep yourself busy. But I also wanted to um, sort of look at this the one of the comments you put on there which I love spending time with my wife which I wanted to know if surely that was put on there for brownie points <laughs> yeah for sure where was that that must it? have been that must have been deep. That's only a website. <laughs> don't act like you don't know what's on there <laughs> yeah no we do we do spend a bit of time so like um we try try my best but most Saturdays I try and we'll go and do something go for a, a run or gym class or something like that together and um mm-hmm. try and offload bub to one of the grandmas you know they're bloody desperate oh, to see yeah. us so they yeah. fight over who who sees us so it's quite easy to get a babysitter mm-hmm. um so yeah so just try and do that and then the walk on a sunday or something like that and yeah just try and so you surf a bit i try <laughs> i try to surf yeah. Um, yeah. No, nah, I do, do a little bit, not well, but it's good to actually clear your head surfing, mm. I find. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you can't take your phone out there unless you want to, I guess, but mm. um, good excuse to leave the phone in the car and get away from that yep. technology for a little bit and sort of disconnect for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just try and do, do active things, get out, go camping. The other weekend we went down the coast, um, just try and do things as a family now, I guess. Mm-hmm. So you're just trying to show a good lifestyle. Like when I had Bub's first swimming lessons on the weekend, that was pretty cool. It was pretty yeah. fun dad, proud dad moment until um, she decided to cry when I dunked her. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I do that. That's, uh, also, yeah. that's always, you feel like so unsure, don't you, when you first put them under and it's just like, it doesn't feel right. But yeah, and the instructors like there, so. the, the instructors there, going, oh, you, you don't have to put her under, and I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, she's tough as, yeah, dunk her under, and then she comes <laughs> up and cries. <laughs> You're just like, oh, no, nah, I think I stuffed up here. Mum's there looking at me, in a disapproving look. So, oh, so but, good. But yeah, like just fun things like that. Like it, you have to you do that to break up the week, and um, mm. mm-hmm. you know, because working for yourself can be pretty full on, but doing that sort of stuff and having the ability to do all that sort of stuff is awesome. And you know that the business is providing because you can yep. do that sort of stuff, isn't it? Like, Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's so important to just keep that fitness, man, just for a mental, 
like you know mental yeah. standpoint is like if I'm if I'm nowhere on the fitness, which happens quite quite regularly, I'm 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 just nowhere mentally as well. You know, oh. I need that outlet, that one hour outlet a day. Otherwise, I'm just a prick. I swear sometimes, but you like you like go into the week and you're like, yeah, done. I'm gonna be so I'm gonna go for, run every day. I'm gonna go to the gym every day, and then by like Wednesday or Thursday, you're just like. It's like you're just so busy and you're just like, oh my god, I'm working so much, and then you're just like, ah, stuff it. No, I just yeah, I don't. It doesn't matter. I'll just get the dad bod. It'll be right. Won't be, she's married to me. <laughs> I've got a kid. She's not going anywhere. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, what, what about? I'm, obviously, I have to ask. Like, you got a, you got any funny plumbing stories, man, or situations you found yourself in over the time? Like, you know, you must have a good pub story or something that you, you tell people. Yeah, yeah I have. I have a few. Anything that comes um, to mind. Yeah, got got a couple. There's a few few funny times we've been we've been stitched up a, a few funny times. Like just we got um. There was one time we were out in um, Port Kembla out here where the big harbour is, sort of thing, and we we're working. One of the boys sort of like they drew they were drilling um puddings or piers or something, drilled through a bloody six inch fire and a four inch water. And we worked around the clock and just ate shit. And um, for dinner that night, we got like the big family boxes and it was a bit of a competition with us. And the boys got three of us. We just got a family box each and see who could it like destroy it. Yeah. I had like, I had like three burgers and I was hurled over in the corner for about two hours. I just went green. <laughs> I just couldn't move. Bosses yeah. there just yelling and going like, come on, we've got to get to work. And I'm just like, dude, I'm not moving. I sat there for like two hours, just hurled over. I just like, is you know, we've got these like main water lines down. They're like contemplating shutting down this section of the of the port, and I'm just like, oh. I can't move. So you have you have a couple of good times like that. Just there's so many, Surely there's so you many. You don't even... drain yourself after that, wouldn't you? <laughs> With far the reward off, what eh? came out after that? Oh, I wasn't far off, buddy Mackers. <laughs> but um, there's so many that come like you have, but you just like you, oh, you have all these random. Have all mm. these random moments, don't you? You just like funny times along the way, and you know yeah. that one that even like that um that when I got thrown in the in the pond the other day, like I, like broke my finger doing it, like because it was just all real shallow and rocks, and the boys Did were pissing. Yeah, the boys were pissing themselves, and I'm just sitting there, just like finger went black, and I was like, stuffy as I'm out of here. And they just, they, I was like, uh-huh. no one was doing any work. They were just pissing themselves, rolling around. Um, oh. so <laughs> you get you get funny moments like that all the time. Like, yeah, and I think yeah. that builds. I think that builds a good culture as well, especially if they can put shit on the boss. I think they can make it a bit better for them as well. Hundred percent. Uh, any? Uh, I just thought of this the other day because I was going through what I need to buy. You got any last minute tax time purchases you you doing this year? Nah, not the or. I went and bought a little one of those uh, Milwaukee cameras, you know, those little Milwaukee cameras. Yeah. yeah, those little ones. I'm filthy on them, but because apparently over in the States, you, you know how like if you stick it up in a wall cavity and you yeah. can like, like trying to drive the bloody thing, you can't get it around. Mm. In the States, there's a thing and like the head of it is like actually you can maneuver the oh, head of it. Really? Like, but it's only but available here, in the States. No. Nah. Ah, oh, yeah, right. That would be yeah, so, so handy, eh? like, like even a like, robotic end. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a little snake thing. So, like, if you're looking up like a water leak in a you know cavity wall or like a shower mm. breacher or something like that, you can actually maneuver mm-hmm. the head instead of mm. trying to wrestle this three meter anaconda thing that's going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, sick. 
So, but yeah, no. nothing else. Nah, nothing this year. I think I've um, no big machinery buys. Nah, 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 bought enough this year. Bought enough this year. There's a bloody truck out the front that's cost me a fortune. So I'm not doing that no more all this right, year. All right. What about well, you? What are you off, buying? Man. Um, oh, I'm always buying. I bought two Peugeots, two Peugeot vans because you can't get anything else. Yeah. So actually, I've got a funny story with that. So I bought two Peugeots. Um, one was meant to get delivered on Wednesday. Um, that Peugeot expert, they're called, because usually I'd have high aces, but like it's about a year wait. Yeah. So I found a Peugeot. So I bought one, which is the long, they call it the long. It's like, it's just the same size as a high ace, normal high ace. And this other one I bought is like called a city, which is like super basic. And it's like 300 mil shorter at the back. So it's a little stubby. It's like halfway yeah. between a high ace and like a caddy van, yeah. basically. So I... As part of the deal, I needed a tow bar. Like, you know, you, you know how you need them off the, you need them a certain yeah. spec, like, so they can work. There's a tow bar, roof racks, um, and a cargo barrier, basically, and shelving. You know, so I got the, I tried to get the tow bar aftermarket, but um, they didn't want it. They didn't want to know about it. So, because I looked at the tow bar price from Peugeot and it was like ridiculous. So I thought, oh, surely I can get it cheaper somewhere else where I usually get tow bars. They, they said, nah, mate, just go to Peugeot. So, anyway, long story short, it's currently been in limp mode for five days, this brand new van, because what they're going to do is they're going to put the, t- apparently, I don't know, I, I feel like they're bullshitting me, but they're going to, when, obviously, because it's got reverse sensors, when they put the tow bar on and they yeah. wire it up, it plays with the, the, the reverse sensors. So what they're going to do is they're going to plug the laptop into the car, as you do with every car these days, and they send a signal to Peugeot to say, oh, we're putting a tow bar on this car. And then Peugeot is meant to send a signal back on their server to the car that to just like reprogram the ECU and then happy days. It's meant to take 10 minutes, but apparently the Peugeot France server has been down for a week. So the car is literally stuck in limp mode in the Peugeot thing, getting a Peugeot genuine bumper uh, tow bar put on a Peugeot by Peugeot. And I'm like, I was meant to get it last Wednesday. It's still sitting there. So you can buy apart. another Peugeot then. No, unfortunately, I've got another one on the, on the coming as well. But I, yeah, good. mate, fucking hell, it's always something with these, you know. Oh, what I mean? like, it's always something. Hey, there's always like something needs suspension, like something needs upgrading. It's just like it's forever. You're forever buying yeah. something. Hey, can I so ask you a question? Purchases, yeah, hundred percent. So, obviously, being a bit smaller business than um, than yourself, one thing that I'm I learn and I guess is an area of growth for my business is people management mm-hmm. and that's one thing i'm learning how do you go about people managing or job managing because obviously you'd have mm-hmm. a few people that are sort of like with you as a team as like a leadership team i guess you could yep. call it how yep. do you go about doing that and like holding you know because you're obviously not the face or well, you're the face of the company but you're behind the scenes and then you've got the mm. employees going out there how do you manage all that mm. Yeah, so that's a good question. So I think I've 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 learned a lot in the last three years, basically from mm. doing like business courses and like hanging out with you know people who are way more advanced than me. And I suppose I think I've learned that my management style is I, I definitely don't like to uh, micromanage. I'd yeah. rather just I'd rather just not even have a business than micromanage. So that's just totally not up my alley. So I guess mm. my like philosophy, if you were going to say, would be to um, give people, um, give someone an opportunity, give them everything they need 
to be successful and then just get out their way. Essentially, that that's yeah. that's my philosophy in regards to um, the management style. Is um, I just like to give people what they need, make sure I facilitate their needs in a way, but it's just get out their way, let them own it, their space, let them be successful in their own right. Yeah, um, that's been big, but I'd say you know one of the keys is obviously you just need to get a key group of three or four or five people that you really look after that you feel are going to be like long-term people within the business yeah. and, you know, give them opportunities. Like I said, give them everything they need and you'll be surprised at how much um, people will step up when you give them an opportunity. So um, now I've got Luke, who's my ops manager. He's only 24. He's basically running more or less running the business for me, but I mean, he's built different. Um, but yeah, I've sort of, I actually gave Luke my office on the weekend, so I don't even have an office here anymore. Um, so it's a bit of a weird sort of dynamic. Today is the first day. I'm, this is usually my office that I'm sitting in now, but um, Luke's had to get out of here for me. Um, <laughs> but I suppose, yeah, I've got a, a, a key group of people now that have their own roles and they own those roles. And I've been really, yeah, really um, focused on trying to build myself out you know like not i'm not saying i want to i don't you know i don't want to be around or i want to sell it or anything like that it's just that um i'm always thinking about like do i need to do this task anymore who can do this task you know and then i'm like yeah. I'm, I'm basically just all day every day i'm um what's that word it's, it's escaped me like i'm um, giving it to other people offloading my tasks yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah delegating Delegating that one. Yep. All I think about every day, how can I delegate this? How can I delegate that? How can I get this group of things I fucking hate doing or whatever and give yeah. it, make it a job title for someone and give that to someone? And I'll tell you one other thing I would say that's been massive is offshoring. We do, we have a three, three girls in the Philippines full time now. Um, yeah, and right. that's been a game changer. And what do they do for you? Uh, so the original one, um, Krisha, she like who's still around. She's the first one we had. She does like all the systems and process. Like ba- basically, we have a lot of clients that have, um, you know, like their own backend portals and systems that we have to run yeah, for yeah, them yeah. and basically do their admin for them. Yep. Um, you know, and that's not a role that you really want to pay someone like sixty or seventy grand a year in Adelaide to do because you're literally not getting paid to do it. Yeah. And you're doing your clients' um, Work. admin for them essentially. Yep. So she does all of that. She does all our client portal bookings and logins and, uh, you know, job job sort of logging into jobs, logging out of jobs, uploading invoices. She does a lot of that invoicing as well. All those like repetitive tasks that you don't really want someone to be doing yeah. you know, in Sydney or in Adelaide. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The second one is a full-time, like we have a full-time media um, creator now, like content editor in the Philippines and we're just going through the process now to put on another, basically another Krisha and uh, with also a bit of a background in accounts as well, we're hoping. So I'll say that's yeah, something right. to really look into. That's really yeah, powerful. Right. Yeah, right. Um, and, and you'd be surprised it- at how, I'll just say you'd be surprised at how like they're so easy to work with, honestly. Yeah. That They're just so polite. They're so like, they just have a different... Um, they don't have that chip on the shoulder like you get a lot with a lot of people over here. They just happen yeah. to be at work. They love to be of service. That's like their culture. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. And 
you mentioned like I don't know, I'm flipping it on you a bit like here, but I'm just sort of like no, intrigued as well because it's like, like I said, like you're obviously a bit bigger and it's like, you know, I have sort of goals to get not to like that sort of size, that's hectic, but like, you know, obviously grow the business. So like a young dude like me who's got a smaller business, what sort of business courses have you done and would you recommend you reckon? Like, uh, So I've done a, a year with a fella called uh, Michael Johnson over here. He does a course called Business Odyssey. Yeah. Um, that's like a group course. Um, and, if you know, it's like three days a month in person. So it's every, every sorry, three days a quarter in person. So it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, once a quarter in the Hilton in Adelaide. Yeah. Yeah. And you all get together. It's like a bit of a community. Um, yeah. I suppose that's that that was a big game changer for me. Um, yeah. I've, I've sort of um, moved on to other things now that I just got to a certain point where I've had to bring, you know, to spend that money on bringing certain people in the business that are going to fix business-specific problems for me now. Not, yeah. you know, this is more of a big overview of a lot of things. It's still good to do those things. It's still good to do those things so that you can you know the processes that are actually happening within your business so that if there is mm. an area of shortfall, I guess, it depends that, you know, what happens. Like you can swoop in and sort of fix up that little problem and then, like you're saying, mm. delegate it to someone else before. But, like, you fix that problem before you've palmed it off. But, yeah, it's just sort of like wanting to learn. Like it's obviously there's so much to learn in business and, like, you know, only being three and a half years old, I guess you could say, it's like you're still a young pup and mm -hmm. there's definitely – like there's a few awesome companies that are around this area that I – and a good network, like obviously you're sort of like, there's a massive network on social media as well. Um, but I've got a couple really good guys that are around here that I talk to that are like, a, a, again, a bit bigger than myself and learning. Like I said, I want to learn. You, you never, you can never stop learning. The moment you stop learning, you're sort of like, mm. so you've always got to constantly evolve, constantly move forward or learn always learning so i want to learn like more about business so that you know that you can sort of yeah. keep going absolutely. i guess absolutely and so, and the other thing is like there's been a big learning for me is like you know a lot a lot of things i learn now is like from my network of people that i have yeah and like but one big piece of advice i'll i always give to people is like you'll be surprised at um who will help you if you just ask you know what i mean yeah. Like I've, I've got some people who, you know, give me business advice, like, you know, unsolicited business advice just yeah. from experience. Like one of my friends, Wendy, who's, she's a CEO of like three different job, um, sorry, like recruitment agencies over here. She's like a woman built it all by herself from nothing. She grew up in housing trust. Now she's got uh, like uh, over 300 employees. Holy and, you know, shit. like she, she's busy, man, as hell. Like, but, you know, I, I started, I built a bit of a relationship with her and that's one of the biggest learnings is, man, is people I've found love to help other people who they can tell are really trying, just fucking trying their hardest. You yeah, know, so and if you're engaged in someone, if you're engaged with someone, like if you're like, like you said, if you're like willing to sort of like pick up the phone, have like, have a conversation, you know, like people will help you like, and that's mm. what. Yeah, I've definitely learned in that. It's just, you, you, there's so much. And you admire, like I admire so many people for what they've done, like you're saying, like come from nothing to get to where they are. Mm. There's one mm. bloke down here 
he always tells me the story like he's a really, really good dude. Um, but a lot of people find him quite arrogant. Um, and he always tells me the story about how him and his wife, like they literally started a plumbing business and they had like five grand in the bank. And he went out yeah. and bought, like he went out and bought a camera. Spent yep. all their money, their whole savings on a camera. And now yeah. he's got like he literally just bought like a five million dollar farm down the coast. Oh wow. And like and then he's just got like a workshop. Like he's just done so well. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like come from like mm-hmm. nothing. And then he's just like spend their last dime like something that like I would have honestly a panic attack about doing, but I guess it takes some like massive risk to get massive reward. Um it does. And yeah, yep. it's just like I said, learning so much about that is just insane. So mm. learning from bigger no, mate, well, businesses is like awesome. Yeah, no, well, you're on the right track, man. And that's that is the other thing is well, I, and I wanted to ask you as well was like, um, what are your future ambitions for the business? Um, my future ambitions. So, um, before my biggest goal is to sort of knock down and rebuild our house where we are. So um, we're in a really good location. I love where we live um, and, yeah, really happy here. But the business is also run from our house. So running the office from the spare room, you know, got like the garage, half the garage is taken up as a shed, you know, there's gear, there's tools, there's all that sort of stuff. Um, But So one of the biggest one of the goals within the business is to get a business space um, and potentially I'd, I'd like to do everything I possibly could to avoid renting um, and buy that space. Um, so I'm sort of trying to work towards that so that then we can definitely achieve like our own goals. Um, so yeah, so probably getting a business space uh, is one of the goals that I would like to get to and I've got a really good, like my two employees are really, really good um, and I can sort of see them and grow them into, I guess, that leadership sort of group or those sort of two that mentor others and sort of look at potentially putting on a couple more um, apprentices with the work. And I've got a few um, things in the pipeline with different industrial companies around the Illawarra at the moment um, that are sort of happening in the next couple of weeks, which is pretty exciting. So hopefully I can get that growth going and, but like I said, I want to work on the business before we do expand because getting those processes yep. in place now and pricing and all those other th- little things like, you know, working out your job management systems and making sure that you, ha- you know the ins and outs of all that sort of stuff are gonna, definitely going to help mm. us before we actually do that sort of growth, I guess, and start going for it. Yep. So yep. iron out all those creases. Yeah, can... yeah so that's awesome, where I sort man. of hopefully, hopefully I can take it. So. Few things you've got to tick off, but we'll get there. We'll work hard. Yep. We'll get there. Yeah, if you ever need any advice, mate, you can. I'm always no, here, awesome. mate. You got my number awesome. now, so always happy to help. Thank you. Now I've got some fucking stupid questions to finish off with. Just some. Yeah, do it. I've got some sure. rapid fire questions I want to do, but then I got some like pick. You know, you got to pick an answer. Uh, we'll get to that anyway. We'll start off. Brand of cordless tools you use. Uh red. Favorite brand of plumbing plumbing specific tools. Oh, plumbing specific tools. Uh, Rigid. Press tool you use. I don't want to say it, but Rothy. Rothy. Copper or PEX? Um, it depends the application, but um, predominantly PEX at the moment with what we're doing. What brand PEX do you use? Uh, 
there's a reason I use this brand and oh, there's not going to be go. I don't like it <laughs> this so I prefer I prefer Rehow but in the application that we're doing in where uh, like most of our business is we need the smaller fittings so we use Ozpex Still works. Love Ozpex. Fuck it, I'm looking at, oh, yeah, it's the best because it adapts to everything so easily. It does. It does nah, adapt to everything. But fitting, it's awesome. The fittings are the smallest fittings you can buy and mm. they work really well on our tiny homes that we do. So okay. that's the reason. Um, what accounting software do you use? Zero. For a sewer blockage, Hydrojet or cable machine? Uh, nah, Jetta for sure. Yeah, and I was going to ask you what job management software you use, but you've already answered in Arrowflow. Yeah, Arrowflow, Arrowflow, yeah, so, yeah. All right. Well, I'll finish off with these situational questions, all right? Yeah. It's like a this or that arrangement. Right. So I've got, to read, I've got to read these because they're – all right, so you've got an old retired handyman customer looking over your shoulder the whole day or you have to drink a glass of water given to you by an old cat lady tenant. <laughs> Oh, I'll take the old dude breathing down my neck any day of the week. Because quite often my customers, they're Italian. And if you ask them for a coffee and a bit of cake, they'll sort of generally walk away. <laughs> I'll make it for you. Oh, no way. I'm taking the, the cup, what is it? Cup of cat piss from the lady. No, no way. You've you got to just drink the water out of the glass from an old cat lady tenant. You Is know where they pour it in there and you think, yeah, oh, that's, it. that's got their dentures that. in there. That's their dental <laughs> water tea. No way I'm taking that. She's mixed it up. Uh, all right. right. No you way. You have to wholeheartedly recommend one with your from your heart. Right. Chromogen heat pump or Mondello tapware. Oh. <laughs> no, what? I didn't even like. Literally, like it was only this year that I came across chromogen heat pumps and I went, oh, anyway. Um, oh, let's go to the Mondello because they're everywhere. Oh, I see it. All right. You had to no pick way. one. <laughs> I had to. Would you, rather install, would you rather install an Ikea wall-hung vanity or drink a cup of juice from a grease trap? Oh. <laughs> These are terrible answers. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Ikea, Fiddler. Yeah, oh. surely. You have to. Do you, go the, horrible. <laughs> do you go the 60 mil offset pan collar or jackhammer up the floor and move the waist? Jackhammer the floor. What if it's a Friday? You still, still jackhammer, jackhammer the floor. <laughs> you know, because oh, you actually, you know what? I actually did a thing and um, I watched the Chroma thing the other day and you know, their orbital uh, pan connectors. Yeah. Yeah, and they watched. They did this literally a video diagram, and it was awesome. Um, it was through TAFE, but it was sick. They actually did took like a seventy six mil ball, and it actually has to be able to flow through the or oh, yeah. through whatever it is quite easily, right? Mm-hmm. And on those pan connectors, they might flow because of the angle. You might be able to get them when they're just like out, like where they're not installed. You install that thing automatically you put the pin into it to those 60 mil mm. pin you can't get that sort of so if someone's uh, laying a big cat bit of big, big bit of cable it's not getting yeah. through <laughs> all right um you have to choose one of these to warranty for 10 years and if you have no issues you get a million dollars all right this. you have to and this is so this is in, in a five five bathroom mansion you've got to install polybute shark bite or you got to install 20 Estillo mixes with the kinked flexies. <laughs> how, do you, 
<laughs> and oh. you get a million dollars after 10 years. Oh, you're not, they, surely, you're not you King, surely you're not going to King Flexi's because that's... Yeah, but how can you go to the shark fight as well? Holy for sure. <laughs> you can't. Oh, you pick can't one. go either. These are like, you're set up to fail with these. You're set up to fail with both of these. Just oh, <laughs> go shark fight in the wall for sure. Let's do it. All right. Yeah, right. on. Go for it. The Cobra's on. There's, <laughs> there's a bloke in Reese trying to get unsolicited advice and pick up the materials to run some gas pipe work to his new Barbie. Do you help him or not? <laughs> Absolutely not. I just try and <laughs> just walk away. They full look at you and they Frank ask David. for advice. Nah, I'm out. <laughs> exactly right, for sure. All right. Walk some away. small builder you've never heard of rings up on a Friday Arvo wanting you to unblock a drain on a new build he's done, stating he doesn't use his plumber anymore, but is promising you future work if you do it for him. Do you help? I'm away down the coast, man. I'd love to, but it's, it's a sticky one. The, the wife's here. I can't do it, man. I'm sorry. Next good, time, I'd good love answer. to. Good answer. All right, last one. Lady rings up on a Saturday wanting a price on her ensuite Renault, stating it's a simple job and it shouldn't take any more than a day's work. Do you go out and give her a quote or do you let that one go through to the keeper? Yeah, there's Adam Gilchrist who's catching that every single day of the week there. <laughs> He's, he's oh. a busy boy, old Gilly. He's a busy <laughs> hey, boy. Hey, Jamie, you're a legend, mate. Thanks so much for joining us on the potty. I know you're busy, man. And um, nah, thank you. So I really Thanks do appreciate it. it, mate. Nah, thank you so much, mate. All good. Thanks for tuning in to another Plumify podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, and all the usual podcast platforms.